0: Hey everybody, welcome to Smook uh, Sesh. I don't have any music playing. Uh, NPR is actually just now playing uh, Morning Updates so we could listen to the news or you could listen to my news because baby that's what I can do. This is predominantly a cannabis oriented podcast so we talk a little weed news we talk a little weed reviews And we talk about a little about the weed that you can use. Okay, enough of the stupid rhymes. (laughs) I'm Doc Beans. I'm your host. Welcome to Smoke Sesh. Um, Actually driving on the road on my way to my day job. But uh, my fun job is talking to you all and encouraging everybody to come into the smoker's circle. So if you know somebody who enjoys just kind of... Listening to dulcet tones talking about cool things that you can use in your daily smoke sesh lives. That's cool. Join the smoke circle, ma'am. It's a digital one, but it's Puff Puff Pass, and I encourage everybody to to partake if you want while you're at it. I don't necessarily partake, but I don't necessarily not not partake. (laughs) I don't know if that makes any sense. You get the point sometimes i do sometimes i don't sometimes i will sometimes i won't um boy i'm back on the cheesy uh, rhymes again but uh now we're uh just uh, trying to make our way through our morning commute and that's actually one of the things that i'm one of the reasons why i wanted to take to the podcast i I want to encourage the world to be better, rather than sitting here thinking about, Oh, I wish the world were a better place. I wish these people drove nicer. I wish I was in a better place. Blah, 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 blah. I'm actually going to channel positive energy and see if we can't create that. And I'm not doing it by myself, like I said. I love hanging out with my peeps in the smoke sesh, uh, having a smoke sesh in the smoke circle, And just kind of talking, seeing what comes up. To me, some of the funniest conversations, some of the best conversations, too, that ever happen are uh, in the smoke circle. You know, some of the best friends I've ever made, I made in the smoke circle. So, come to the smoke circle. You're welcome here. You're accepted for who and what you are. If you feel like, uh, if you're listening to this on Anchor, if you feel like listening to uh, or leaving me a voicemail message, I'd love to hear from you. I want as big a posse as possible. So if you want to dock as a friend, if you're Bugs Bunny, especially, I guess he's the one that's always, yeah. What's up, Doc? Uh, feel free. Shoot me a voicemail. Leave me a comment. Um. It would be great to hear from you. I I love hearing from people, and I love talking about all things cannabis. So, uh, you know what? I think one of my tires is low. The car feels like it's driving funny today. So, I'm going to get out and check that out, take a look. It is a rainy day where I am. Um, It looks like it might be kind of a rainy end of the week. And it's Thursday, February 21st. And uh, we are... In the smoke circle, and again, welcome everybody. Welcome to my world. Let's talk. Let's uh, anything you want to talk about is cool. If you got something to promote, let me know. Um, I'm always willing to uh, talk to uh, people about their passions. So if you're passionate about what you do for a living, definitely a good conversation. If you're passionate about uh, anything. Playing the piano, flying kites, <laughs> absolutely anything. Getting your teeth drilled. I don't know. There might be somebody out there who likes it. Um, that's great. Let me know. Let's talk about our passion. Tell me how cannabis has changed your life. Tell me how things have gotten better. Tell me if you medicate. Tell me how you medicate, what you use as a delivery device. Are you using a battery with a uh, oil pen Are you uh, vaporizing? Are you smoking out of a bong, a dab rig, a steamroller, spoon pipe, Sherlock? (laughs) I could go on and on and on. I actually write for the leafless industry, but my doctorate covers all this good stuff. So I'm also an expert just in the very substance itself, in the culture, um, everything... what, What do I say in my catchphrase? Everything uh, vaping, (laughs) scraping, or just plain escaping. No, uh, you know, whether it's flour, whether it's oil, whether it's edibles, tinctures, you name it, let's talk about it. So I could go on and on and on, but it's been about five minutes and I'm just kind of doing little quick five minute segments to find out if there's any interest in hearing my voice anymore. Like I said, I actually read, weed news. It's uh, a passion of mine. One of the things I like to talk about and keep people abreast and informed of, or we could talk history because I could talk history all day. And as a matter of fact, I do like to throw it out every once in a while here in America. Um, this nation was founded on the roots of hemp. It made our clothes, it made our parchment, a lot of our parchment, it made you know, our affordable parchment. It made the riggings and sails on our sailboats that made us a superpower strong enough to defeat Great Britain when they owned three quarters of the world. So you know it's a it's a wonderful plant. And I've talked about it being a sacrament, how it was written in the very first Western book in the world, the Bible, in Genesis verse 111. God gave us all seed bearing plants, and pot is definitely falls into that category. Um, although most of you young kids never seen the seeds. I was talking about this the other day, and I'll, I'll probably bring this up. I'm getting to be old, so I might repeat myself. Hey, do you remember what I said yesterday? Yes, shut up. <laughs> no, I was talking about how, uh, It's theoretically possible that the coming generations won't ever know what a pot plant looks like as much as they know what a soybean plant looks like, or as much as they know... God, some kids may not even know what corn looks like, for God's sakes. Some kids may not know what any vegetables look like, depending on uh, what their diet is, and whether or not they've been raised on a farm, and all sorts of other factors. My point is is that it's becoming more and more normalized now that it's actually medicinally available in more than half the states, and to more than half the population of the nation, and I believe in more than half the states. I think it's 29 medicinally, and I want to say four or five recreationally, or maybe it's up to nine. (laughs) I should probably check my facts and figures, and I'll do that. Um, I actually do have them. I'm just in the car. I'm not at my desk. Um, I keep tons and tons of stats on this stuff. Um, I know it's the entire West Coast. It's Oregon, Washington, California... Um, Nevada is now legal so there's four right there. Michigan I believe is legal recreationally. Massachusetts um, is going to be recreational. I'm going to say it's up to nine. And there's always bills and measures being introduced at the state level and even at the federal level now to take this industry to the next level. And it's about time too considering in North America the most powerful nation in the world has actually kind of fallen behind in as far as cannabis legalization goes, because Mexico is now uh, legalized it recreationally and medicinally, and Canada has legalized it recreationally and medicinally. We're the only holdout in cannabis actually being great, and it made this nation. That's the thing that makes me champ at the bit to talk about this and educate people a little bit more we it made this nation hemp is a necessity and it certainly was even up until the point that the duponts or 3m or whoever has the patent on nylon rope started creating nylon rope you know it's kind of funny i could talk about this a little bit more um i'm actually early at work and nobody else is here yet so i might as well i'll keep talking uh this is going to be a 10 minute smoke sesh or perhaps a 15-minute smoke sesh. Okay, because we're up to 8.44. Um, I really like Anchor. It's a good platform. Um, it's been having trouble dispensing some of my podcasts. I have uh, several different podcasts. My cannabis one is the one that uh, got it all started. I enjoy talking about this. And we were talking about history. Um, back in the day. Back when hemp was a necessity. Um, the The path to becoming illegal is actually a lot longer and more twisted than most people realize. A lot of people know the name Henry Anslinger. He was the one back in, I want to say, God, I don't have my notes. He was the one who kind of steamrolled cannabis prohibition through Congress by using anti-immigrant uh, sentiment towards blacks and Mexicans who called it marijuana, and they came up with the Marijuana con- uh, uh, Conscription Act or marijuana, making it making the entire plant illegal. So they treated hemp, which comes from the exact same plant as cannabis does. As It's called cannabis sativa. That's the name that I use most often. I don't like really using what I call the M word, marijuana. Although I don't necessarily have a problem with it. I just like to use the scientific term as kind of a shout out to the fact that it has so many beautiful qualities recreationally and medicinally but quite frankly medicinally I've been smoking since I was 18 I think I've been doing it um, somewhat at, it might be even as an antidepressant although I've walked away from weed for years at a time and I didn't have a problem so that's not necessarily the case I do know that when I run out of weed I'm bummed and uh, I've had people tell me that I turn into Eeyore for a couple of days <laughs> you know oh, it's okay I don't need to smoke <laughs> you know it's kind of a bummer when you're out. But once you get used to it, it's not that big a deal. But it does actually enhance your life. We have CB receptors all over our body, in our skin, in our organs, in our brain. Um, it's part of the human genetic makeup to be able to receive cannabinoids. And cannabinoids are grown in abundance in cannabis. There's also cannabinoids in some other plants too. They actually just found CBD in a strain of hops for beer. So there's other ways to get CB products, but with cannabis, you actually get um, a psychoactive side and a therapeutic side, which work independently, but also symbiotically too, because one actually enhances the other. The therapeutic side enhances the the mellow, chill, psychoactive side. Um, it keeps you from getting nausea if you are overwhelmed by the experience and so on. And the opposite is true too, that... Um, recreational, the, the psychoactive side is enhanced by the therapeutic side, which keeps you from throwing up and stuff like that if you're having too big of an experience. And I guess the opposite way would be the therapeutic side being enhanced by the psychoactive side in that the psychoactive side has a tendency to make you relax, which has a tendency to allow therapeutic qualities to work even better. Anti-inflammation, for example, works much better if you're relaxed as opposed to if you're stressed out. So it's a symbiotic relationship. However, with modern technology and now that the fact that it's been legalized at the state level on so many ways and it's actually been hemp has been legalized on the federal level, um people can actually start growing and researching this stuff without fear of po- prosecution. So for the first time in my living life history, we're actually able to get more information. Did you know that they didn't even know the human brain had cannabinoid receptors until the 1980s? That's what prohibition has created. Uh, A a dwarf environment or a a vortex environment that just sucks away knowledge. You know, let's become more knowledgeable. Now, cannabis users, we all know that the stuff works. I didn't necessarily know what the therapeutic qualities were until I got laid off from my last job. And then consequently, I think I was working out so hard as a stress reliever that I actually developed sciatica. I'm in my fifties, never had anything like this before. Sciatic, there's a sciatic nerve that runs all the way down your leg and up into your butt. And that's exactly where this pain was. It was a searing electric pain. Literally could not take more than one or two steps before I had to lay down flat on the floor to relieve the pressure on that sciatic nerve. I was laid off. I didn't have any money. I was back on food stamps. It was a horrible situation. Okay, I got three kids, so it's, it's a long story. Um, but I went for three weeks. My ex had actually gone through chemo because she came up with Uh, a a cancer that she fought off and she's now in remission, but she had gone through an addiction program. So she was given meds that were basically, um, non psychoactive. So, um, they were not habit forming, but she still had, you know, top of the line chemo meds. She gave some of these to me. Um, nothing worked. Nothing worked at all. Um, soaking in hot tubs didn't work. Uh, taking high-end ibuprofen or whatever the muscle relaxers were that she had for chemo didn't work. Um, laying on my flat on my back was the only thing that would relieve pressure long enough to allow me to work. Um, but then I happened to find a bottle. I had been working for the. Uh, a huge wholesale head shop company, so I'm well versed in paraphernalia, and I actually I'll talk about that someday. I know the metrics behind what you can do on the web for paraphernalia. If you have a line of pipes, if you have a line of vaporizers, consult with me. I can actually help your metrics grow, no matter where they are. That's one of the things I'm good at, is uh, extremely good at, is ideas. I'm an ideas generator. But I also know how to act on the back end to affect whole websites and create new content that generates leads and so on. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. I don't want to talk shop right now. What I do want to talk about is cannabis. And I kind of lost my train of thought um, where I was. um, Damn, what was I talking about? (laughs) Um, Well, hell, if I'm already forgetting stuff, I might as well hit this. So, um, we were talking about the therapeutic qualities between CBD. We were talking about, uh, research, um, oh, my sciatica found, I was working for a paraphernalia company, happened to find, they used to have, they used to get so many samples from people trying to get us to carry their shit that we, every quarter they would have a sale an in-house sale to generate money for a pizza party. Um, and they would sell off all the shit that, uh, they couldn't, that they didn't sell. And one of the things that happened to be sitting on the free table, a lot of the stuff was free when they couldn't actually sell it was CBD oil. And I will give a shout out to the brand. It was CBD Daily. And it was, um, I want to say stress serum. Um, that wasn't it necessarily. But it was, a, it was an oil. I put that stuff on my sciatica. Just rubbed it on my ass and down my leg. The pain virtually instantly disappeared. We're talking within minutes. So there's CB receptors in my skin that were being denied um qualities even though i was probably smoking i don't remember any cessation in smoking at the time um i happen to have a a fairly large supply that lasted for a while after i was working in a tangential industry but that's how i know the therapeutic side of this stuff works All right, we're at 17 minutes. I guess this is going to be my 20-minute podcast. Nobody else is here yet, and that's a good thing. I enjoy talking to you guys, and I could talk all day, and a lot of people tell me that I've got a good voice. I've been told this my whole life. I've been stopped on the street and literally asked, Hey, are you on the radio? You sound like you should be on the radio. (coughs) Um, What's ironic is I've gone into... uh, um voice uh commercial houses and they say I'm too announcery. Um, and that I don't sound real enough. And I guess the big trend in advertising right now is to get people to sound real. So I guess I would have to act and try and tone it down a little bit. This is how I talk, man. This is how I talk. And I'm a writer by trade, so I like words. Um, Some people... I've been told that I can be intimidating because I use big words. That's literally an expression that somebody has told me. Which is funny. I don't necessarily know you know, big words. If I know a word, anybody can know a word. I do have, um, an inclination towards, uh, words that nobody else uses. I love hearing a word I've never heard before and then running, I used to run to the dictionary and look it up. Now I can just Google it. Um, perspicacity. That's a perfect example. I learned the word perspicacity from the TV show, leave it to beaver. Ward said it in the episode where Beaver had a newspaper route and got in trouble and he had to go down and talk to the dispatcher who was being kind of a dick. And Ward said, you have a limited perspicacity, which is a perfect diss. Uh, Perspicacity, it means insight. So somebody who doesn't have good perspicacity is dense. You know, it's kind of a diss. You have limited perspicacity. They don't know if you're being complimentary or not. Um, so I guess I can understand where some people may not like big words, but I don't mean anything by it. I'm just one of those word nerds who loves new words, reads the dictionary. I was a word guy, not a math guy. You know, most people are probably math, but even if you are good at math, I still love you, bro. I still love you, sis. If you're in the smoke circle, you are family and I welcome you to join me anytime you want, leave me voicemails. Um, I could be like a dick and say, crush that subscribe button. I don't know if I'm actually going to post these on YouTube eventually, but I'd kind of like to. Um, but if, first I need to get it, uh, submitted to another platform, um, other than Anchor. So you all chill, take care of each other, have a good day drive safe, use your signals, be cool, puff puff pass, smoke them if you got them, share with me anything you want, and uh, I'm here at any time. The dock is in. Take care y'all. Peace.